identity and purpose, I think, are so often overlooked. Um, and not because um, we want to, but because I think it's so hard. <laughs> you know, it's just so yes. hard to help people like really find their identity rooted in Jesus and to find their purpose out yeah. of that. Hey everybody, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Suzanne. And welcome to the Find and Follow podcast, where our goal is to help you engage your faith outside of Sunday. So today we're joined by our friend, Ron Dasher. Ron, thanks for being here. Yeah, welcome, thanks Ron. for having me. Ron, tell us a little bit about yourself before we jump in. Who are you? Yes, Ron, Ron Dasher. <laughs> um, so I'm a pastor here at New City. Um, I've been on staff for eight years mm-hmm. and um, love what I do. As far as hobbies go, I would yeah, say anything outdoors, um, fishing, mountain biking. We love the Whitewater Center mm-hmm. and most recently training for a first marathon. So <gasps> I've been running a ton. Wow, that's yeah. great. It's coming up, right? When, when is it? Yeah, in December. Okay. A few weeks. What's the key to training for a marathon? Uh, for me, it's following a plan. Oh, I have a plan good. printed out and just run what it tells me every day. It's good. Yeah. I'm a I'm in the 5K world. That's about all I can do. Three miles. Yeah. <laughs> Three point two, right? Yeah. Three point two. Yep. Three point two. Yep. <clears throat> turkey trot. There it is. Yeah, I'm just turkey trotting everywhere. Well, hey. good luck in that marathon. <laughs> Well, thanks, Ron, for being here. Yeah, thanks um, for me. So today we're going to take a break from the Roman series, and we're going to have a conversation centered around discipleship and on what it means to guide someone in their faith journey. So we're all on a journey in our faith, and one of the most important tools in our journey are people to walk with us. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to have a conversation today with Ron about that very thing, how to be a guide with someone on their faith journey. So Ron, what does it mean to be a guide um, for someone in their faith journey, and why is this so important? Yeah, so, you know, we'll start with the word guide, which mm-hmm. I think is a unique one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something you hear people yeah. say every day, like, hey, I'm a guide for, for someone. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but the most common, like, church terminology is a disciple-making disciple. Mm-hmm. So if we back up to, you know, the Great Commission, Matthew mm-hmm. 28, what does Jesus tell us to do? Um, final command, go and make disciples. And so a lot of times we're like, well, what does that look like? Um, and so we kind of land on this word guide because I think it really embodies well what a disciple-making discipleship-type relationship mm-hmm. should look like. Um, and so, you know, for me, as I think about a guide, um, mm-hmm. I mentioned the Whitewater Center. So, yeah. you know, my son Grady, he loves the rafting mm-hmm. there. So in the raft, you're in a raft with six other people, and then you have a guide at the back. And the guide is telling you kind of what to do, when to paddle mm-hmm. forward, when to paddle back, when to when to get down in the kayak or uh, in the in the raft, you know, but they're with you the whole time. Mm-hmm. And they're not on the shore and they're not at the end kind of yelling instruction or telling mm-hmm. you what you're doing wrong, but they're they're literally with you in the journey. And mm-hmm. so, you know, as I think about our faith journey and our discipleship journey, I mean, that's what we should be to one another, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I think so often people are like, "Oh, you know, you're you're a pastor or you're, you've been a believer a long time. Like you're, you've kind of arrived or you're mm-hmm. at the finish line and we're, we're here saying no, like yeah. we're, we haven't arrived. We're on the journey with you. Right. Um, and we're, we're just, you know, maybe giving instruction or saying, Hey, I've been through this before, but the reality is we're just walking mm-hmm. right alongside That's you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love the illustration of the guide and the rafting because they have been through training, right? It's like they're more experienced. They've mm-hmm. been through training. And would you say a guide is somebody maybe that's like a few years older or someone that's kind of um, <clears throat> has more wisdom or experience in a certain area? 
Yeah, I think so. I or mean, could I, be. Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah. And I think you know, like a that. lot of times the pressure is like, hey, I've mm. got to know everything yes. before I can do this. That's good. And that's the pressure we put on ourselves. Like, I've got to have all the answers, or I've got to, mm. you know, have a degree, or, or this or that. And it actually paralyzes us from moving that's forward good. with mm-hmm. people. Um, and the reality is, like, you don't have to have all the answers. You just need to lean in um, and be there for someone in a That's loving great. way. That's great. You know? The guide is present on the whole journey. That's like, right. you're not, they don't get out of the boat and send you on. Mm-hmm. They're with yep. you. And yep. that whole idea is really important, I think, because mm-hmm. it's not about what I know then it's about being with you and being mm-hmm. with one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what we all long for, right, mm-hmm. is to have people in our lives Absolutely. that we know, that yeah. we trust, um, that are walking yeah. alongside us, and uh, what a beautiful gift that is to yeah. be that for someone else. That's good. Mm-hmm. Why are you passionate about this? Yeah, so, I mean, I'll say because of some some guides, you know, yeah. in my life, um, I'm where I am today in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a guy named Ben who was on staff um, for Campus Outreach when I was in college. And, you know, not to go fully into my story, but um, grew up in a Christian home, but really in college, um, through this discipleship relationship, really mm-hmm. began to understand what does it look like to walk mm-hmm. with, with Jesus day in and day out. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and Ben initiated that relationship. Like he came um, to my freshman dorm, invited me over mm-hmm. and over again to meetings. Um, you know, they were having Tuesday night, and mm-hmm. eventually I went to to one, and then got into mm-hmm. a group of a couple guys mm-hmm. that Ben led for the next three years. And <clears throat> you know, mm-hmm. just to have someone invest in mm-hmm. you like that in an intentional way, and he saw something mm-hmm. in me, honestly, that mm-hmm. you know that I didn't see in myself in terms of leadership potential. Um, and so because of that, I ended up switching majors mm. and, and went mm. to seminary mm-hmm. and, you know, really wanted to dedicate my life to this type of work, um, seeing people, mm. you know, That's be cool. discipled um, in this way and, mm-hmm. and grow in their faith. I love that. I love that. Suzanne, do you have an example of a guide? I, I the, There's several that mm. have been in my life. One that comes to mind is um, when I was actually in seminary already, mm-hmm. and she really helped me see the miracles of God in our everyday life. Carol just walked me mm-hmm. through um, seeing God, like praying for the everyday um, needs, like mm-hmm. anything that was like even simple things. Mm-hmm. Like we are, you know, she was prepping for her daughter's wedding and she was like, mm-hmm. God helped us find, like we found what we needed in our mm-hmm. budget. And, and I was like, that doesn't seem mm-hmm. very spiritual to me. But then when I sat with it, like sitting with her, I understood that she saw God in a way that I didn't. Mm-hmm. And she taught me how to see and know God in a way that was mm-hmm. just very real in my everyday life. Mm-hmm. And it changed the way I, I walk through the day. Yeah, that's good. So, yeah. What about you? Yeah, it reminds me, um, I talk a lot about Todd um, and his wife, Abby, um, right after college. Kind of reminds me a lot of Ben um, when you were describing that relationship. But Todd really initiated um, a like a, a Bible study invitation mm-hmm. to come to a Bible study at his mm-hmm. house. And at the time, I was not interested in going. Um, but it was through that community. It was like six or seven of us. Mm-hmm. And we studied the word together and prayed together. Um, and same as you, Ron, I grew up at church and I grew up in a Christian home. But it was through that group that I really came to understand mm-hmm. um, the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say Todd, like um, he saw something in me and believed in me um, in ways that I couldn't and I didn't at the time. Um, and, and he like is several years older, but he never acted like he had it together. Mm -hmm. And that's what made him so trustworthy and safe. Um, and so that's what I appreciate. It's like, and he, and he allowed me to ask questions and kind of sit 
in whether it was doubt or mystery and kind of wrestle with things. Um, and he would, you know, ask questions too and kind of guide it. But I never was like, okay, Todd has the answer. It was, you know, he never created that kind of presence. Well, I think what we're all three describing is someone that was just with us mm. and, yeah, and just shared so. their journey yeah. where they were yeah. and encouraged us and, and like mm-hmm. would speak into like, hey, I see this in you. Mm-hmm. I see God in you. I see him, you know, you you have this gift because it took somebody else mm. seeing it in us yeah. to help us step mm. step out and step forward. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't what they knew. It was yeah. how yeah. they lived. That's good. Yeah. And creating a safe space, yes. you know, which I feel yeah, like is huge. so important. Building that trust and mm-hmm. going like, hey, this is someone I can actually be real with as mm-hmm. opposed to have to be guarded or I'm not sure if they're going to share yeah. this with someone else. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's a huge component, you know, to that relationship is that there is trust there. Mm-hmm. Um, you are creating a safe environment for someone to to be honest and, mm-hmm. and real with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good. I also love that, you know, this is the answer to your question of why you're so passionate about it. It's like, because someone was that for you, now you can go mm-hmm. and be that for someone else. Um, I love that because I think that's the point of, you know, being a guide, right? And that's yeah. the point of the faith journey. But um, Ron, what would you say is the goal of these kind of relationships? Yeah, so I think it's, um, you know, often we think about like, like truth and love. And, um, you know, I've got to speak Mm. truth and and do it in a loving way. And yes, I think for sure there's, um, there's time and place for that really in these type relationships though. I think, um, it's really helping someone uncover more than it is like, Mm. you know, reminding them of this thing or telling them that thing. Um, because the reality is in, in church world, at least like we probably all know a lot of the right answers, Mm. um, or at least have heard it, but, um, you know, our t- and our tendency is so, so much so to fix other people. Like, hey, you should do that, or you should pray this, or you should, you know, take that step. Um, and the reality is, you know, you're just kind of giving a solution to a, a problem. They don't, they aren't really mm-hmm. even sure they have or mm-hmm. why they have it. So mm-hmm. instead of saying, like, go and do, um, asking questions to really mm-hmm. help them uncover uh, why, you know, why do I feel this way? Mm-hmm. Or why is this happening over and over again? Or... You know, what is this emotion that I keep feeling? Mm-hmm. Um, so almost helping them peel back the layers in a way that's um, just helping them discover more of themselves mm-hmm. as opposed to, um, mm-hmm. you know, just saying, hey, go and do. Um, right, yeah. And then there's an opportunity, yeah. of course, for truth and some of these things to really infiltrate, in, infiltrate their yeah. heart in a mm-hmm. new way that mm-hmm. otherwise they wouldn't be able to. Mm-hmm. I love that word, uncover. Yeah, that's really cool because it's like, I mean, what you're saying, just digging deep into like, hey, what's there? And let's name some things maybe that you haven't named before mm-hmm. and let me be a safe place for that. But I love that word uncover. Yeah, and I, I yeah. think there's a lot that goes in that. There's there's a level of trust mm-hmm. that comes because yep. you have a relationship as the guy. Like there's a relationship there. There's trust there. There's authenticity that you don't have to be something that you're not. So just mm-hmm. be who you are in the moment and, and let's t- unpack that. Mm-hmm. That speaks to me as a fixer, as a problem yes. solver. Well, and as a guy, I yeah. think that's our oh, first step is yeah. always to yeah. like, hey, we're going to fix yeah. this mm-hmm. thing. That's good. Um, we're going to fix the problem. And the reality is, you know, we'll talk about this in a little yeah. bit, but the, the quote of um, people aren't problems to be yes. solved, but they're holy mysteries to be uncovered. Yeah. Um, has so shaped the way I've thought about this mm-hmm. because oftentimes mm-hmm. I'm like, you've got a problem, I've got a yeah. solution, or scripture tells me a solution. Like, you know, I'm going to help you fix it. And the reality is, like, most of the time mm. people are like, I don't even know, like, yeah. why I'm thinking this yeah. way or why I'm feeling this. Um, can you just help me even 
you know, tie yeah, this thread back good. to my own story or, mm. you know, something deep in my heart um, that's a belief or a lie that I potentially believe right. uh, that I didn't even know I was believing, mm-hmm. you know. So good. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we just need somebody to, like, help us see differently. Right. Yeah, that's good. Um, all right, well, let's talk through the how. Like, how do okay. we become a guide? Um, Ron, can you, like, walk us through some steps we can take to begin to guide somebody? Yeah, so I've kind of broken it down as I think about it into really three, you know, phases. So the first is initiate, um, the second is invite, and the third is investigate. Okay, yeah, yeah that's good. Okay, I would love to, like, let's dive into each one of these and take a look at them. Um, so first, initiate. Like, what does it look like to initiate with somebody? How do we do this? Yeah, so I think this is probably the easiest, you know, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, because it's, I mean, mm-hmm. it looks a lot like friendship, you know, of like, mm, hey, that's um, good. That's good. <laughs> let's grab coffee, let's yeah. grab lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's also a little bit like um, I joke about this because I do this all the time in my role, you know, uh, on staff at a church. I'm always, you know, hey, let's grab coffee, lunch, sending emails, invites. I mean, it's kind of like asking somebody out on a date. You're like, I don't know if they're going to say like <laughs> yes or no or if they're even going to respond, you know, but yeah. um but I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's literally just that. It's taking a step towards someone. Mm-hmm. And so often in the church, you know, people within our own building, oftentimes mm-hmm. we just assume they're going to take a step toward us. Like, oh, well, if they wanted this, they would just come ask or they would mm-hmm. go to, right. you know, a staff member. They mm-hmm. would do this or that. But the reality is most people, I mean, that's still too big of a hurdle. So for us to take a step, to, mm-hmm. for us to be, you know, going and making disciples, I mean, it's mm-hmm. an action word. We're doing the initiating yeah. is huge for yeah, folks, really you know, mm-hmm. instead of being just reactive. Well, when someone comes and asks me to to disciple them, then I'll just like, that's never going to happen mm-hmm. um, or, or maybe rarely. Mm-hmm. But um, if you go and you seek out a relationship like, mm-hmm. hey, I just want to be. Um, you know, get to know you, get to hear your story, um, and then, you know, take it from there Mm -hmm. kind of to the next step of of invitation. Yeah, that's good. What are we looking for when it comes to, like, who to initiate with? Because in my mind, I'm like, oh, there's, like, I'm surrounded by a lot of people. You know, there are certain things that we're looking for when it comes to initiating. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I think the acronym is uh, FAT, which is faithful, oh. <laughs> faithful. <laughs> stands, it's memorable, um, stands for faithful, mm-hmm. available, and teachable. And mm-hmm. um, this is like a campus crusade thing, I think, from several years ago. But literally, I mean, just looking for kind of those three qualities. Who's someone who's who's around, mm-hmm. who's faithfully, you know, either attending um, a church or like taking a step somewhere in their faith. Um, who's available, who has the time, you know, because that's mm-hmm. a big deal, or they're going to make it a priority. And then someone who's humble and teachable and goes, hey, hey I know I don't have it all together. Like, I need this in my life. Mm-hmm. I need someone to walk with me on my discipleship journey. That's good. That is very memorable. I'm going to remember that. <laughs> um, okay, the next was invite. And so what are we inviting people into? After we've initiated, what's the next step? Yeah, so, um, you know, when I was in in high school, middle school and high school, Mm. we had this thing um, with boyfriend, girlfriend, we would say we were talking to each other, but then at a certain point, if you like someone, (laughs) a certain point, then you had to have the DTR. Yes. And DTR stands for... Define the relationship. Define the relationship. So I do think there, you know, there is a point where, hey, you're getting coffee with somebody, Mm -hmm. you're getting lunch, you're going, hey, I think, you know, I think they're kind of... Um, looking for this, hungry for this. Mm-hmm. I think I could step into this, but there is a point where you have to like really clarify. This yes. isn't just like yes. talking about the Panthers, mm-hmm. talking about the weather, talking about kids and family. Like 
maybe some of those things, but but I want to invite you into something deeper, yeah, you know. And good. so there are these mm. um, kind of five levels of relationships mm. um, that I found that's actually super interesting. And you know, I think we have a lot in the first three, and I'll walk through those um, yeah. here in a second. But the last two are the are really ones that I think a lot of us don't have in our lives. Mm. So. The five levels are the first is um, when you're like, hey, uh, how are you? And the person says, I'm fine, fine. I'm busy. good. good. Yeah, I'm busy. Yeah, I'm whatever. Yes. Um, so, I mean, that's just mm. like, you know, Service. basic politeness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would say that mm-hmm. to someone at a fast food restaurant. Um, mm. The second level is when you're talking about facts, you mm-hmm. know, so you're like, hey, you know, it's cold today or hey, it's this or that. So, you know, still very surface level. Mm. Um, the third is opinions. So now you're getting into a little bit more, okay, they're mm-hmm. starting to uncover a little bit more of who they are. All yeah. right, we're talking about, you know, I think this about this scenario or this thing mm-hmm. or this person or whatever. Um, and then the fourth is feelings. So mm-hmm. this is kind of where I would say the line is drawn typically yeah. in most American relationships yeah. um, with fact or uh, opinions mm-hmm. and never really even gets, you know, below that to feelings. Mm-hmm. Um but I think when you begin to share feelings with someone, mm. this is how I felt. I mean, you're really beginning to, to be open and honest. Yeah. Um, and then the fifth level is transparency, which is like sharing how, mm. how you are mm-hmm. in feelings, but also who you are. Ooh, that's good. And I think that, um, you know, beginning to uncover mm. even more of your identity and what that's tied to. Mm. Um, and so... Mm. You know, just as we think about inviting people deeper mm-hmm. into conversation yeah. um, and you, you know, if you're looking for it, you can kind of mm-hmm. go, okay, like they're sharing more of their opinions. And then yeah. at a certain point though, you have to kind of go, all right, we're going to, I'm going to ask you, how did that make you feel? Mm-hmm. Or what did that feel like? Or what emotion, you know? And so, and that's, that's a hard thing, but that's something um, that really takes it yeah. a step further. And so us as the guide, we can initiate those kind of questions to move it to like a four and a five. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly. great. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. Um, I haven't heard that. That's really interesting. I like the the five, mm. and we kind of camp out typically in one, two, three. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm thinking about wow. the conversations that I have yeah, I like that. on a daily basis, and I'm going, okay. A lot of times, I'm in those top three. It takes a minute to get to to mm. say, how are you feeling? Mm-hmm. Like, how how did you feel about today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you encounter? Mm-hmm. You know. And and you know, in American culture, I mean, mm. it's all about the individual, right? Mm. Like, I mean, that we we pride mm-hmm. ourselves mm-hmm. on like an yeah. individualistic society, but you know, the research shows that forty percent of Americans have zero to one confidants, you know, people that they really know and mm-hmm. trust and that know them. And I mean, that's a staggering statistic when you think about just the need that we have for community, mm-hmm. the way God created us, but then also yeah. um, how little access we have to it and how yeah. little, you know, we seek it out. Yeah. Say that stat one more time. Uh, 40% of yeah. adults have zero to one confidants. Oh, that's crazy. That's yeah. sad. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. and I think post-COVID, yeah. you know, and we could Absolutely. talk about this for a lot, a mm-hmm. lot longer, mm-hmm. but yeah. post-COVID, you really have seen those numbers drop of like mm. true, genuine relationships mm-hmm. and the rise of social media and all these mm. things that are kind of false senses mm-hmm. of community yeah. when, you know, all you really want is someone to sit across the table mm. from you and, and yeah. you know, be real and yeah. listen to your, your story and share a little bit of theirs. Yeah, right. that's really good. Um, all right, so the last step after invite, so we have initiate, invite, and then we have investigate. Uh, so what view should we have of people as we walk with them? 
What's investigate? Yeah, so investigate, I think, is kind of keying off that, mm-hmm. you know, um, that people are holy mysteries. So mm-hmm. with a mystery, I mean, what do you do? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you want to dive in. You want to go, let me fi- let me figure this out. Let me investigate this. Let me, let me you know, try and find some clues and find some threads and um, walk with this person. And so I think that's really the heart behind it is um, not that you're sitting across from them and, um, mm-hmm. again, like telling them the things that mm-hmm. um, they need to do or ways they need yeah. to fix themselves, but you're really peeling back layers. Um, and your main tool in that is questions. Mm-hmm. And I'll say that, you know, is so key. And that's something that I've learned um, and I'm still growing in. But I think the right question at yes. the right time mm-hmm. is um, probably one of the most powerful tools mm-hmm. that we have in discipleship and helping people just really unpack what what's God doing in your mm-hmm. own heart, um, or where does this connect in your own story? Mm-hmm. You know, what does mm-hmm. this uh, what does this thread tie back to? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, can we camp out on questions for a little bit? Like, how do we use questions as a tool, and like, what does that look like when it comes to being a guide? Yeah, I mean, I think um, you know the most generous posture that we can have. You know it. I guess let me back up. Like if I think about sitting across from someone mm-hmm. so often in relationships, we, we kind of show up as a consumer yeah. mm-hmm. and that's kind of a harsh way of putting it. But you know, that's reality is like, Hey, I'm sitting across from you. I either need, you know, in some ways like a network or I need you to do this for mm-hmm. me or that for me, or I need you to affirm something yeah. in me. I need you to name something that I need to hear so that I can feel better about myself, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're cons- constantly consuming relationships. I think on uh, the flip side of that, if we sit across from someone in a generous and loving posture, um, the most loving thing we can do is is not have any needs ourselves, but show up in a way that we're mm-hmm. like, I'm really here for you. Mm-hmm. And I want to help you um, unpack more of your story. And I want to help mm-hmm. you, you know, learn what mm-hmm. what God's doing in your own life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so really, you know, questions are the ways um, that we do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it starts kind of with uh, some, some simple or easy mm-hmm. or, you know, kind of surface questions, but then begins to really dive deeper into, um, mm-hmm. you know, what's really going on mm-hmm. or tell me more about that or how does that yeah. make you feel? Um, questions that we just aren't used to hearing or being yeah. asked. And mm-hmm. I mean, to have someone sit across yeah. from you for an hour, right. truly listen, um, yes. not, you know, not pull out their phone or check their watch mm-hmm. or whatever, but, um, you know, practice asking mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. great questions, being curious, mm-hmm. active listening, all yeah. those things, you know, I mean, is one of the um, the best gifts that mm-hmm. I think a person mm-hmm. can receive, mm-hmm. honestly, because mm-hmm. um, you're going, man, you gave an hour of your time yeah. in a way that really helped me grow, mm-hmm. and you didn't need anything from me. Like, mm-hmm. what a gift. Yeah, it's good. truly a gift mm-hmm. that when we give that to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I worked with um, teenagers for a really long time, and I think to be in a relationship with a student, you had to learn how to ask questions. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the times a middle school or high schooler, can't it's not going to offer information to you or they mm-hmm. don't even really know I mean mm-hmm. to the your whole point they don't even really know what they're feeling or thinking Absolutely. and so I really learned that question asking is like the art of ministry it's like learning how to ask great questions was really the way to gain trust and um, with a teenager also with an adult but I think that is a skill that I really learned just being around teenagers yeah and I like what you're saying it like really goes hand to hand with listening mm-hmm. it's like are you present mm-hmm. are you like really tuned into what the person across from you is saying or are you thinking about something else you know and are you actively listening because mm-hmm. there you can ask questions out of that so mm-hmm. 
um, yeah. Yeah, people have to, they have to know that you care before yes. they care what you know. Ooh. Absolutely. You know, that's that, good. That's, yeah. uh, that's yeah. not original to me. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> stolen from somewhere Ron else. Yeah. But, yeah. but I think that's we'll so key. We'll give you credit. Um, yeah, that's good. You know, and then that's just good. thanking people for sharing, mm-hmm. yeah. um, yes. for being honest, you know, oh, that's good. like, um, I mean, there's a lot, a lot in there of kind of like practical how-tos, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah. but I think at a certain point also sharing a little bit of your story and being vulnerable in a way that they're like, well, am I like, you mm-hmm. know, really being interrogated here or investigated? Like, no, it is a conversation, mm-hmm. but you're not making it about you. And I think right. just coming in with that That's posture good. of like, really I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to share some yeah. ways, maybe what you shared impacted me or helped me grow, um, mm-hmm. vice versa, or okay. how that relates to my story. But I'm not making, I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. taking that and going, well, here, let me one up that, or yeah. let me tell you, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, a 15 good. minute story about my own life. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, but there's something posture. to be said about our transparency. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we're willing to be transparent, mm-hmm. it helps mm-hmm. bring you can, when you ask the question, mm-hmm. it gives people, it sh- shows them that you actually care mm-hmm. when you ask, yeah. because you're willing to say, Hey, the, I, I experienced something similar or how did that make you feel? Mm-hmm. Like those are those questions in that conversation um, really can build the trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ron, can you give us, are you going to say something? No, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Can you give <laughs> us an example of a good question to ask? Maybe a bad one. Yeah, I think, um, well, as I think about some of the best questions that I've been asked, you know, um, the one that sticks out to me is, uh, what, what did that give you? You know, which mm-hmm. I think as you're talking about things or like, hey, I, I really want this um, job promotion or I really, mm-hmm. you know, need this thing or this next season of life. Um, asking that question over mm-hmm. and over again of what would that give you, I think yeah. really helps people get to the heart of like, well, what 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 would that give me? Mm-hmm. What do I need or what mm-hmm. am I desiring in this? Um, and then on the flip side, I think, um, what would that cost you? is another really good question to help, you know, just kind of drive deeper Mm -hmm. into Mm -hmm. the heart of the matter. Um, Because oftentimes people don't think about those things, you know, they're just going, well, I don't even know, like I haven't sat down and thought about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And and then just really like, I think you could ask why Mm -hmm. over and over again, like there's kind of that five whys, um, you know, concept of like, Mm -hmm. if you ask why five times, you really get to the heart Mm -hmm. of the matter. And so just continuing to ask that in a, in a way that um, helps people uncover. Um, As for the, the bad question, I don't know that. Is there such a thing? I don't know. I think it's, um, (laughs) I think as long as your posture is like, Hey, I want to make it about you and about your story. Mm -hmm. I don't think there is a bad question uh, really. Yeah, that's good. Um, well, Ron, what would you say to someone that feels intimidated by the idea of being a guide? Yeah, I would just say, um, you know, we talked about this a little bit earlier. You don't have yeah. to know all the answers. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And I think that's so key. And yeah. and no matter really where you are in your own faith journey, I yeah. mean, just walking with someone is such a gift. And, um, and to have great resources like, you know, a mm-hmm. church, a local church you're plugged into that you can come to and say, hey, mm-hmm. I don't know the answer to this, but... But let's mm-hmm. go to this um, event or class or, or whatever, mm-hmm. or this person to really find out more. Um, I think, you know, I'll talk a little bit about just discipleship as a whole, um, because I think so often we see it as like uh, one big thing. But in my mind, it's kind of broken down into four parts of belonging, mm-hmm. identity, truth and purpose. And yeah. so in the in the local church, we so often camp out 
on um, the truth mm-hmm. aspect mm-hmm. and really belonging too. I think there are some ways that we're helping people plug in, mm-hmm. you know, and with great teaching and, um, you know, curated resources, podcasts and sermons. Of course, there's a lot of great truth out there. But um, identity and purpose, I think, are so often overlooked. Um, and not because um, we want to, but because I think it's so hard. <laughs> you know, it's just so yes. hard to help people like really find their identity rooted in Jesus and to find their purpose out of that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as I shared in my story Mm -hmm. um, with Ben, I mean, that was what he did for me, you know, was find my purpose, my calling of um, discipleship and and going, hey, how am I going to do that? Well, it looks like the local church. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, just what a gift for someone to help you realize that and what God's calling you to um, that's really bigger than yourself, you know, in your own story, but is is tied to his story. That's really good. And as we wrap up, Ron, what would you say to someone who is looking for a guide? Like they've been listening and they're like, oh, I want that. What would you say? Yeah, I think... um, I think asking is mm-hmm. always, you know, on the table, like, Hey, yeah, um, I respect you. I, you know, I've seen the way that you live your life. Like, is, is there any way you could, you could mentor me or meet with me or, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, I mean, how flattering for someone to hear, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, like you've noticed something about the way I'm living. Um, and then, you know, I mean, can I guide them from there? I think say like, Hey, this is something that, mm-hmm that I'd love to do, meet monthly or whatever that looks like, but, um, but really just seek it out and, um, and make the ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for being here, Ron. It's been a great conversation. Um, would you mind closing us in some prayer? Yeah, we head out? I'd love awesome. to. Thank you, yep. guys. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you for um, the ways that you've created us, Lord. Um, thanks for community mm-hmm. and the gift that it is. And even in the spite of... Um, of how hard it is oftentimes in relationships um, and how messy those can be, Father, that you work in uh, really great ways. Mm -hmm. And so, Father, we're thankful for that. Um, Just pray for those listening today that that you would bring people into their lives, um, either to to be guides to um, or, Father, um, to be guides to them. And um, I just pray that uh, we would take steps in that direction, that we would just initiate those conversations, if nothing else, and and be present in each other's lives. Um, Thank you for Jesus and Mm. through him that all this is possible. And I pray these things in his name. Amen. 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 Well, thank you, Ron, for being here. Thank you, guys. And thank you all for listening. You can find this episode wherever you listen to your podcasts. See you next time.